Happy Pride from Tomboy X. Celebrating pride and the queer community all year. Queer founded, queer run, and the makers of the original boxer briefs for women. Creating sustainable size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies so you feel comfortable in your own skin. Tomboy X just dropped their Pride 24 collection. Obsessively fit tested for all day comfort in sizes 3 extra small through 6X. Visit TomboyX.com. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. From iHeart Podcasts. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. Breathing right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. A story about money, power, and corruption. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. I'm Paul Pringle, an investigative reporter for the LA Times. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, BFF family, we've got some exciting news. That's right. If you live in Los Angeles, honestly, even if you don't live in Los Angeles, we will be live, loud, and in color at the Elysian Theater on October 11th. Oh, girl, what time? 7.30 p.m. And we've got some amazing guests with us, too, to celebrate National Coming Out Day. And my birthday, which is the day before. Oh, girl, I know that's right. Join me, Joe Hole, Travel Anderson, Sean Chassel, and Xavier Delo as we celebrate the BFF experience. Head over to ElysianTheater.com to get your tickets today. The Black Fat Femme Podcast is a production of iHeartRadio and Dr. John Paul, LLC. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of the Black Fat Film Podcast where all the intersections of identity are celebrated. I'm one of your hosts, John, also known as Dr. John Paul. And if Peter Piper picked a pack of peppers and didn't pay for but a few of them, I'm not saying nothing because food gas is high and it really shouldn't be. I'm just, I'm gonna mind my business, especially know, if we right. out here bagging shit ourselves. <laughs> but how are you, Joho? I just have to say... <laughs> When you, whenever I go to, to, to Trader Joe's, I always help offer to bag, and I'm always just like, "Where's my discount for bagging?" Literally. Like, nope. Like, the, the, if you're raising prices, this should be y'all's job. But like, yeah. I'll bag because I want I want to wait forever to to leave. But like, give a bitch a discount, and then got the nerve to charge you ten cents for the bag. Her bag, <laughs> maybe it's a paper. Oh my god. Anyways, <laughs> but Ooh. how are you, girl? Have me hot, uh, fam. Ugh. <sighs> fam it's your girl joho and today 
I am I am Solange knows weary. Okay. I'm I'm weary of the world. I'm leery of my place in the world. Yes. And I have a query for the world actually. What the hell are we gonna do in 2024? <laughs> <laughs> what what what's in store for us? How's only three months away? We're officially in quarter four of the year, and I do yeah, not I know what the hell has happened this past year, John. Like, yeah, where yeah, are we going? Yeah. What's next? I, I I know it's an election year. I don't want to think about that. Nope. Like, what? It's like, what 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 are we gonna do? Like, can the aliens <laughs> come first? Can they just just take me away? I love no, to restart it's this. Giving like, betterhelp.com backslash BFF pod. <laughs> That's what it's giving. 2024 is going to be a mess. But until 2024, we have some joy that we want to put in your hands. So just a quick reminder that we do have a live show coming up Wednesday, October 11th, 2023. Ooh. Head over to elysiantheater.com to get your tickets. They are going fast. I just had someone hit me and said that they bought four. So if we have folks buying them in, in, in batches, honey, in just packs. know yes. that it will be packed. So you definitely want to get over there. We will have okay. all the dolls in the house. We have Xavier Delo in the house. We have Travel Anderson in the house. And we also have Char uh, Jocelle in the house as well. So you please, 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 please get over and get your tickets. Um, but with that being said, we are super excited to have a special guest this week in our third seat. I will say this, uh, kind of related, but not related. I had such a lovely time interviewing her for the Intermore, uh, article that I did on their film, Kokomo City. And it was absolutely, and it, what I, what I, what I will say that I think is so cool is that we did that interview almost a month ago and the article is still trending on the website like people are still reading it and they are still bigging it up so i'm just really happy to have them in the like in the, the actual space with us to be able to talk more about the movie um literally just thank you you know for for everything that you do when i finished doing the interview i thought to myself i said it would be legendary to have them on the show and right. so i said self Ask them, and that's exactly what we did. <laughs> so we're gonna have them. Not so yeah, yeah. So I'm like, so girl, if you don't ask them to be on the show, because you self-answered know, said yes, yes, let's do it. Let's just go ahead and do this. <laughs> yes. And so they are an iconic music producer and award-winning filmmaker. You've seen them all around the television spheres, but now you can listen to them here. If you haven't seen their latest film, Kokomo City. Please, you are doing yourself a huge disservice. Me and Joho are still texting and still talking about it. Give it up for D Smith. How are you, sis? Yes. Hi. I'm oh man. You guys are so hilarious. I'm Thank so good. You. Thanks for having me. This is this is gonna be really fun. Yeah, I'm really excited to have you and thank you so much for agreeing to come to the show. Um, we, we, we have definitely, there has been a lot, a lot of moving parts. Your life has been so busy these last couple of months and I just, I love to hear it and I love to see it. Um, you are out here doing it. So congrats on all the success and I'm really happy that you're here. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Very exciting times. With that being said, this week for our Still Here, where we give Tisha Campbell her flowers, we wanted to kick off our show like we usually do and ask the question, is there anything or anyone, something, anything someone has said, maybe has done that has lifted your spirits in a positive way? I will start off by yeah. saying for me that... Um, I was at the nail shop before I headed out to Houston. Y'all all know I went and saw Beyonce again. And <laughs> I sat down and immediately there was a black woman who turned to me and she just looked at me and she said, 
something about you radiates pure joy and beauty and I don't know what it is and I was just kind of like oh I was like gooped in the moment because that rare I'm usually that girl that gives all all the affirmations to people but for Mm. someone to just turn to me and be like you're a light and you know don't lose whatever you have I was like okay God I hear you I see you thank Mm. you you know because maybe the universe just knew I needed it but it was it was it was something that really picked me up and I know we talked for a quick moment and we followed each other on Instagram and they were like liking and loving all the stuff I was doing all the Mm. stuff I was posting while I was in Houston at the show but it was just really cool to have kind of that moment for an hour like where I'm sitting in community with a black woman and we were just talking about our lives and getting to know each other and stuff and so um yeah it was just a really black ass moment that I I truly loved and it lift my spirits but D has anything Mm. cool happened to you and then we'll go ahead and bop it over to Joho yeah actually wow this is almost uh trippy how crazy uh um it's in sequence this this question is because um there was someone that dm'd me and honestly depending on what i see on my phone i just don't answer it normally it's just because it's really overwhelming honestly Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. and sometimes once you open that message people just sometimes they don't they don't know when to stop messaging Mm -hmm. so it's like do i really want to open up the portal and i i did and because i it started getting really good but um, this person had came across a, uh, an interview that little Wayne did like in 2009 mm-hmm. and, uh, they were talking also about, um, how I, uh, basically met little Wayne and how that whole thing happened with Cardo three. And yeah. they, they really brought up how every single word, how it happened and how little Wayne, uh, called me late in the mid in, in late in the uh, nighttime and how uh, they were moved by this because it was something that happened a couple years before that, which I was sleeping and singing in the subway. They knew about all of these things, basically what I'm getting at. They mm. had, they were reading interviews that I had done way back in 2009 and yeah. I started it doesn't matter what's happening in your life. Sometimes you really take for granted and you sometimes forget really why you're doing what you do. And you forget mm-hmm. about how long of a journey it was. You just, sometimes you just think about all the negative things that are current, yeah. you know? Yeah. Yeah. But the fact that something so long ago happened for me that it impacted someone and it could have that to go back to, um, mm. really it was move. It was really moving. Like I really forgot about that whole moment of that interview that I spoke about. And um, you know, you sometimes you do things and you forget that it's it's there. But it's yeah. always there for someone, and it's there mm-hmm. for someone for a reason. So I that love was that. Really mm. Yeah, yeah, I love that. Oh, wow. Well, but I, I mean, I just, I really, I really, exp- I really appreciate and love and hear, mm-hmm. like. The, the the idea of like you know you don't always know how powerful you are in your life until until someone says something reminds you of it and that's yep. a really special yep. experience. So I'm glad someone I'm glad someone took the moment in their life to remind you of how incredible you are. Um, and I'm excited to get to know how incredible you are more throughout this episode. So thank you for being here with us. Thank you. And I would say, I mean, of course, and I would say <laughs> so. I, I love this question, and for a moment, I was like, "Oh my god, no one said anything nice to me this past week." I mean, like, mm. that that or like or or, or I mean, or, or I think I think I I mean that, that that's not true. I think I 
I often get really amazing words said to me, and I and, and so I think I was hard to, to pick one. But what I'm thinking about right now actually is sex education because I just finished. I like finished season four. I watched it. It came on this weekend, the last season, mm-hmm. and finished finished it within a day and a half. And the line that God said to Eric actually had me in tears. Uh, mm. I'll talk, I will. I I'll talk up. I'll talk more about the show later, later in the show, but but later in our Yes Man Pams. But um, when when God grabbed Eric by the face and said, "I made you this bright so that others could see in the darkness," mm. really, mm. like, mm. really shook me to my core. One because like being told that is amazing. Period. Right. Like it's yeah. damnation. But yeah. like, but for him to have an experience with God itself, right? Like God herself. You know, like in the context of that, because in that moment I was like, this show was doing some woo woo ass shit right now. What is happening? And then like, and like in seeing God manifest in this way, you know, and we'll go through what he went through and be like, you know, did I do the right thing? And and her just say, you did, you, you did exactly what I wanted you to do. And I made you this bright so you could others see the darkness. Was just like wow. And be and as a queer person to be told that as a queer black person, you know, for him to be a grandpa person who is also a Christian and has his own relationship with God to be told that he, that God made him this bright, mm-hmm. that the God that he yeah. believes in did make mm-hmm. him this bright and special. Right. It's just so, yeah. Yeah. so, so powerful. So that yeah. really shifted me because it made me think a lot about just like my own, my own relationship with divinity and also just like how I feel about God and how, and how I feel the idea of being bright and helping others in the darkness. I think, you know, my calling, I think is for sure to be a person like that. So that really shifted me in a positive way. I was just like, Oh, this show is just fucking doing wow. it for me. So wow. that's amazing. That's dope. Yeah. I, you know what? I, I, I'm glad you brought that up because sex education season four is a whole episode on its own. Um, It is just, it's been such an amazing, like I, I'm, I'm grateful that I got to be able to share my thoughts on the show, but I will say that that scene in itself was probably the one takeaway that I had where I was like, okay, this show is definitely like more people really need to get into the show mm-hmm. um, But all that, that to be said scene, it yeah. is just, It's just It's such a It's it's really such a good season So for, for those of you It just dropped this past week If you haven't had a chance to watch it Really go watch it It is honestly mm-hmm. In my opinion Some of the best television That we have seen in a very long wow. time Yes, um, yes. Wow. But with that being said, want to talk about some good TV, film, all of the above. We are going to take a quick break. And when we get back, we are going to go to Kokomo City Limits. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm glad so because glad I was thinking. <laughs> <laughs> we are going to go down with D. So grab a snack and come on back. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Free samples, free shipping, and our 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step and into your home too. Shop Blinds.com now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off at Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Happy Pride from Tomboy X, celebrating pride and the queer community all year. Queer founded, queer run, and the makers of the original boxer briefs for women. Creating sustainable size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies so you feel comfortable in your own skin. Tomboy X just dropped their Pride 24 collection. Obsessively fit tested for all day comfort in sizes 3 extra small through 6X. Visit TomboyX.com. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher 
I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am, like I am, where it is. This isn't going to work. I I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, y'all. So this week, we wanted to dive into a nuanced conversation, not only about your film, D, but specifically mm-hmm. the notion that, honestly, as I've been continuing to read up on you and, and learn more about you in the in the history of the work, like, you genuinely have been one of the baddest girls in the game. And so first, yeah. like, I know in other stories, you have noted that a lot of trans documentaries are a snooze fest. I wanted to think more about this notion of like, let's go, let's get to the beginning of Kokomo City, right? You're sitting down, you're thinking about it. I'm getting ready to do a documentary and I want to do something that's extremely intentional. Mm -hmm. What made you lean into the notion of doing a documentary that specifically focused on the experiences of trans women? Well, I mean, to be very, to be very transparent, Mm -hmm. um, there are so many reasons, right? Um, Number one, I... I'm a I'm a really creative person, so I wanted to do something creative, rather it was a documentary on a KKK family or you know or trans women or whatever. I wanted something striking. Obviously, that's with anyone, whether you're trans or not. You want to do art that Mm -hmm. is memorable, provocative, and urgent Mm -hmm. or relevant. Shock, like you want these things, right? So no matter who you are or what the documentary is about, that should be your intention. However, um, there were a lot of transgender um, content at the time, right? 2020, 2000, you know, 19, 
um, whether it's commercial shows or, or what have you. And I don't know, it just, it just, it just felt so, uh, it just felt like the, the, the overall narrative of trans, now the movement was moving, but mm -hmm. our communication with our people, black people yeah. was not moving. Yeah. And in a lot right, of ways right. it was being, it was being, we were being distracted from the lack of movement towards us, you know? And, um, and I, you know, I just wanted to do something to kind of wake it up and, and remember and remind us as queer people, you know, mm. let's not forget about our people. Like, you know, no matter what they're giving us, we have to, we need them and they need us and we need each other where we're, those are our people. And I just yeah. wanted to do something that was going to represent us that also somehow was able to reach them um, mm -hmm. in, in a non-condescending, expectated way. I was, you know, I was really enamored with how you tell the story through both the lens of like, like, like realness and joy. Like every person in there, ha like was, they didn't, they didn't hide the pain that they're experiencing they also didn't hide the joy they're experiencing as well too um, i really connected a lot a lot with daniella i think daniella was one of them mm -hmm. i believe mm -hmm. like, I, she was just somebody that i she was just somebody that i, that I was just like y'all mm -hmm. you don't even know but she going real mm -hmm. deep about something about mm -hmm. some shit i just really loved mm -hmm. her but i but really like, like i mean everyone in, in this documentary showed their full selves in those stories without skipping out on the messy details um and so i'm really curious to ask you like what about what about these four women made them the subjects for you the film well i i will i will connect that with my musical background i even developing artists for labels i've always looked for what made individuals um yeah. you know have that it factor you mm -hmm. know and again it doesn't matter if someone's trans or not it's still business it's still mm -hmm. it's still an opportunity and it's still uh you know something that could connect us and move our you know community further along with, with yeah. society with, and so I, I wanted to find girls that basically have that it factor. And I think a couple of them really are stars and, um, you know, just whether it's the way their eyes move, vocal tone, the rasp mm -hmm. or the, the energy in their voice or what they give, I, you know, I, I really wanted raw, um, disruptiveness mm. in the girls. I didn't want oh. the, the pritzies you know, I come to save the world. I just wanted girls that really felt that they had nothing to lose, felt that they'd given everything and didn't get anything mm. back. Wanted the girls that were just as vulnerable as I was. I I, I really needed that. Mm, mm -hmm. Yeah, I will also say too. I think that there's something to be said because Danielle was the one with the the teddy bear, right? No, that's Leah. Leah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I like was the one that was on the with uh, the bonnet. Daniel yeah, the bonnet oh, and the, bonnet. Yes. the okay. park yeah. bench for the end. Yep, 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 like, yep, no, yep. well, they have the monologue at the end. <laughs> I was okay, into I know exactly Daniel. who yeah, yeah. yeah, they have the yeah. monologues at the end. I will say, I think that there's something so, and, and, and we talked about this in the article, um, you know, a couple of weeks ago, but I said, I think that there's something so... Um, which I, you know, I think the the idea that respectability was removed from all of their narratives, right? Mm -hmm, there was mm -hmm. this no, there was no, you, you weren't trying. I mean, because I even felt like to an extent, like if we put 
Kokomo City up against Paris's burning. There's still mm-hmm. this element of respectability politics that Paris's mm-hmm. burning has over mm-hmm. it, right? You have them aspiring to whiteness in such a way mm-hmm. in a lot of different ways. And it's not a terrible, it, it, I mean, obviously I love Paris's burning. It's one of my favorite mm-hmm. documentaries. Mm-hmm. But I think what really made me love Kokomo City and say, like, this is also one of this, you know, adding this into the addition of one of my favorite documentaries was the idea that it was just showing well, a new, I, I don't even want to say new, but it was showing I hate the word real, but I'm going to put quotations mm-hmm. around the notion mm-hmm. of real. It mm-hmm. showed the reality mm-hmm. of what it is to be a trans black woman in mm-hmm. this world right mm-hmm. now. And so mm-hmm. one of the things that kind of came up for me as I was, you know, rewatching the documentary a couple days ago and getting ready for this interview, you know, the, the notion I want, something I wanted to kind of engage a little bit deeper mm-hmm. was that in the, and you don't do this directly, but it, it comes up, right? That there's this kind of way that, the world looks down on sex workers mm. um and also or anyone who does anything with sex really right there are a lot of people who do work around mm-hmm. sex whether they mm-hmm. work you know behind the scenes or in front of the scenes or whatever the whatever the case may be right mm-hmm. um and i find it so interesting that as a country that's riddled with sex everywhere mm-hmm. um we are so quick to pass judgment on sex workers and so i would love to know kind of where your thought starts with that and kind mm-hmm. of like how do we untangle this mm-hmm. notion that being a sex worker is quote unquote a problem or an issue wow i mean listen this is this is where we are yeah these it is is very difficult to unlearn things it's just mm-hmm. so hard it's the most unforgiving thing a part of us is to let go what we know or what we yeah. think or what we own and believe. It's, 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 a, it's a really tough thing for us as humans to do because number one, it takes, it, it requires us to, to come out of our ego, our, yeah. um, mm. our self, our, uh, you know, what we, what we feel, our personal opinions. And, um, you know, to be honest, I grew up in a pretty, uh, I, I grew up in a pretty traditional household in terms of like homosexuality is wrong, you know, mm-hmm. three church, three, three days a week and, uh, you know, all of these things. And so I was taught that sex work, prostitutes, hookers mm-hmm. were just as equal as crackheads and homeless people. Yeah. This is what it was. It was shunned upon. It was embarrassing. It was, it was, ooh, ooh, ooh. it was very, you know, it, it wasn't <laughs> praised. It wasn't supported no matter who did it, male, female, black, white, even in movies, it was just, you, you look at a hooker, they're on the street corners. They're, they're, you know, getting money thrown at them. And they're, uh, so these yeah. are things just, just like any other thing that we've been kind of like programmed and uh, supported to believe sex work is one of those things that are so difficult to kind of like undo right and so i think unfortunately like i tell i do tell a lot of queer people a lot of those a lot of the things that we're advocating for and we're pioneering for unfortunately we won't have we won't gain the full benefit of that Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. we're doing it for the generations Mm -hmm. after us we're doing it for queer or or, our trans person that's not even born yet you know, and yeah, if yeah. we get into the mindset of understanding that we're just doing what we could do, mm. um, maybe, possibly that could help, you know, move the needle. But us, you know, wanting to change people's minds overnight, 
um, will only just let us down. Yeah. <laughs> and um, we have to, as queer people, we have to face some some type of realities on some of these issues. Yeah. It's you funny because Twiggy, sorry, I was going to say no, Twiggy please, said please, the please. same exact thing last week. Um, while we were at the Queer Creators Conference for, for mm. GLAD, Twiggy said the same exact mm. thing, that we have to be okay with knowing that a lot of the stuff we're doing right now is not going to benefit us in, mm. like, right now. It's going to wow. be, yeah. It, it's so, literally, it boggles, it, like, you are literally the second or third person I've heard say that in the last few weeks. Wow. Yeah. Wow. No, no, I mean, it's true. I mean, I mean, it's, it's, this is quite broad, but look at Martin Luther King, right? Like yeah. he impacted us, but he didn't benefit. No, but yeah. it helped. It helped. It didn't mm-hmm. change everything, but it helped. And mm-hmm. so, as queer people, we can't think. Listen, we're very special people. We're 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 closer to God to me than anybody. Like we really mm-hmm. are. People mm-hmm. just don't see that because we're sexualized and we're we're we are scrutinized into all the things that people have thrown upon us, right? But. We're we're beautiful, amazing, beautiful, yeah. amazing creatures. We really are, and on any part of the spectrum of queerness. But we we have to not think that we're above, or that we're just exempt from the struggle or a struggle. Mm-hmm. People struggle. People mm-hmm. struggle in all, all walks of life. I mean, maybe not white men, but you know. Um, <laughs> okay. But 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 everyone else in the world, even women, have they're mm. paying their dues. We're fighting. Everyone wants rights, so we should just, you know, keep our uh, our fo- our focus on what we can and uh, do what we can do. Yeah, you know, that's that's my opinion. That's that's truly my opinion. Mm. Mm-hmm. The idea the idea that the work that we do now isn't really for us is when they think a lot about Jewishly because there's this saying and, the, and the, there's a Hebrew, there's a Hebrew words for it, but in English it translates to like, um, like it's essentially, it's essentially the, the, it's, it's, it's in like the, um, there's like a thing called the father of, of ethics or like the law of ethics that we have. And one of the ethics mm. is that you were, mm. you aren't obligated to finish the work, but you are not, but you are also not free to desist from it. So like, so like, you know, you don't, you don't have to finish the work you're doing, but you can't mm. walk away from it either. Mm. And that's when I think a lot about a lot because I, I imagine like Jewishly it's a thought of we actually like, like the work that we do isn't, isn't complete in the first place. The work that we do isn't that we see the fruits of that labor. It's that we, work towards the people beyond us having the fruits of that labor. So I really, really identify with what you're saying mm-hmm. so, so much. And, and it doesn't mean, oh, oh I'm, I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry. no, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. And, and that doesn't mean, and that doesn't mean that there aren't benefits to not seeing the bigger picture or benefits yes. from the big, there, there, yeah. there's karma, right? There's mm-hmm. good. I mean, that, that sounds really gushy and to some people that aren't spiritually there, like I get it, but that there's a real name. thing. There's a real thing that if you're, if you're really, doing something with good intent mm-hmm. you're gonna benefit from it you know yeah and uh, and i i would love i honestly truly would love um a queer workshop yearly workshop or a convention where we all just get together and we really update each other and we really challenge each other and create a really strong sense of who we are as a community whether as we starting with the black queer community or overall mm-hmm. i feel like we really have to really get a grasp on what are we trying to say what are we trying to achieve mm-hmm. and we should focus on that we should have I hate to say we should we should gather our leaders in the 
queer community <laughs> and have a conversation mm -hmm. about maybe forming something like that. Because uh, right now, I think we're all passionate about making things better. But mm -hmm. but with everyone putting energy here, energy there, energy time, time here, money there, hurt there, posting here, screaming there, fights there, but <laughs> there there's no cohesion, there's no consistency on a real drive of like uh, 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 advocacy altogether. Mm -hmm. We're all advocating for God for thousands of things, but. Imagine if we all just put our minds to five real major, important, mm -hmm. urgent things right now. That could possibly benefit us now. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there. Yeah. I mean, there are some things. Obviously, like we're really, we obviously want e equality, but like, you know, there are other things that we could probably, you know, uh, gain sooner if we kind of like put our heads together. Yep. Oh, agreed. Agreed. Mm -hmm. So so much. And I. Um, and, and, and John, j just, you, I just, I just, I, I, like, I have a thought to your question, John, earlier mm. than I have a, then I have a question as well for, for D. So the thought to your question about like sex work and people's like people's or society's like judgment of it, I find, I always find it interesting because I think like D, like D, you may, you may point that like whether, like whether it's like, whether it's like men or women, folks who are doing sex work. But I often, I like, I often feel like, I mean, I, I honestly don't know or think that. That, that that like men like men or men men identifying folks who engage in sex work are are as ostracized as women identifying folks mm -hmm. in sex work are, mm -hmm. and I think and I think that like what or what I'm always curious about is when we judge others. I think it's because or I wonder if it's because the way the lens in which we the lens in which we view sexuality because it's like 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 we live in a sexualized world, but we live right like in a world that is that is already by already by the male gaze, and so. When like women have agency of their own bodies, their own sexuality, mm -hmm. and make money off of it, mm -hmm. then that like that's where the judgment comes in because they're like, mm -hmm. oh, <laughs> we can't profit like like we yep. can't profit off your bodies anymore. Wow, and, and wow. you are, and it's just and so I I I think about that a lot. I think about that a wow. lot um, about when it comes to how we judge sex work. So I'm like, oh, the, 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 the actually isn't about the actually isn't about the work at all. Like no one's mad that they're doing sex work; they're mad that they're getting paid for sex work <gasps> because that means that the you know, the male gays can't exploit. Women anymore wow. to for their own control. profit. Control. It's always about control. Jan wow. Jackson's right. But the question I have for you, D, so so it was it was hard to watch Coco Dadal in the film because I knew I knew she was murdered before I before I saw this. And mm -hmm. so and and, and and I mean I mean I'm not sure if it I'm not sure if it happened soon after this was filmed, but it changed mm -hmm. the impact a lot of her words for me, um, especially as she like tried to envision a future because I can hear her saying these things as I'm like, oh, like, like her future was taken from her. Um, and yet also knowing, like knowing what happened really underscored the fact that so many trans women are not given the chance mm -hmm. to dream, period. And so I'm really curious to ask you, and originally, originally I had framed of like, how, like, like, how do you feel that we can save trans futures? But I don't, I, 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 that's not, that's not how I want to ask it because I feel like that then imparts, that then imparts this like savior thing. Like I want, like I, I want trans women to also like, like trans women have their own, have their own agency and all mm -hmm. people have their agency in, in, mm -hmm. in, in saving their own, own futures. So, but like how, how, how can we aid, aid in the fight to save trans futures? Mm. I love that question. I do. And it is not the easiest question, but I will say that there's, there, there are realities, right? There's transgender reality, queer reality, mm. and there's, there's reality. Mm -hmm. 
right? Mm -hmm. The reality is transgender reality is very limited to, you know, in, in terms of the big picture of the world, right? Mm -hmm. Because they're, they're, there are experiences that keep trans women not being able to function mm -hmm. as adults, mm -hmm. right? And I don't know how this is gonna sound, but this is this is just speaking my mind. When when someone is incarcerated, right? Let's just say for for something really serious, and then they they're released into the world that has changed at least a release into the world that doesn't accept them released into the world that they find difficult to kind of navigate mm -hmm. it's a lot easier for someone that's just been released out of incarceration to go through some type of support program right mm -hmm. when when trans women are transitioning and taking hormones and medication and uh, you know unlearning things that they did from a child to early adulthood or you know mid adulthood, there's 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 a lot of unhealed, a lot of untalked about, unconfronted issues, you know, and I think that to kind of for for trans women to kind of like rightfully to ambitiously kind of like pursue things they're really unprepared for so many things even Amen. the basic thing Amen. about even getting Amen. a job at even getting a job at walmart yep you know Amen. because you know we're so insecure we're so defensive we're so Amen. afraid we're so scrutinized we're so there's so many unhealed trans people yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So many and forget about transgenderism, mm -hmm. just black people in general are so yeah. hurt. Yep. You know? So yep. so slap transgender on top of all of that trauma and and uh and uh hurt, what do you have? Yeah. Yeah. Even when it comes to acting, even if it becomes a, a modeling, how do you get a trans person to kind of like communicate easier in society in the real world mm -hmm. how do you do mm -hmm. that and some people like to call it mental mental health or whatever sure but there's not a mental problem with transgender people it is just it's an emotional problem you know mm -hmm. because most trans people have never had the opportunity to be coddled mm -hmm. as children to mm -hmm. be validated as a human yep i mean you asked the question i'm just giving you the real <sighs> I'm just mm -hmm. giving you the real. So, so that's just going to will, show yes, how much work so we have to do. Yeah. How much mm -hmm. work? So, if we can't rely on the NAACP or you know the the you know any any major black organization to kind of like create these programs, we're going to have to do it. Mm -hmm. We're going to have to mm -hmm. ask for it, mm -hmm. and we're going to have to focus mm -hmm. on that so that we could become more stronger you know, individually, mm -hmm. not just as a unit. We, we have to have more representation of emotionally balanced transgender women. We need that. Yeah, and it's it's hard because I will say, 
you know, one of the things I talked to, like, so for instance, I was in community last week with Ashley Marie Preston and, you know, and I'm really good mm-hmm. friends with Angelica Ross. Mm-hmm. And as all of the stuff has been happening with them, as, as they continue to speak their truths and they talk about all of the stuff that we see in the world, mm-hmm. that is one of the things that mm-hmm. often comes up, right? Like mm-hmm. there is so few positive representations of Mm -hmm. black trans women right Mm -hmm. the only Mm -hmm. stories that we see that are coming out and that's what makes it really hard for me too right like hearing coco uh, about what happened to her we don't we don't know anything beyond what happened to her Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. we don't know what her life Mm -hmm. was we Mm -hmm. don't know what what she did before Mm -hmm. all of you know those Mm -hmm. terrible things happened and so you know i'm just i'm grateful you know for the if i forget who it was it said trans sisters but (laughs) like trans ancestors but I'm grateful that there are now so many black trans women who are documenting their lives and are speaking very openly and honestly about what's happening to them and what they're going through. Yeah. yeah. So that way they can create this yeah. platform slash this, this blueprint yeah. for yeah. other black trans folks out Absolutely. there to see that, Absolutely. you know, they're, that, 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 that there is life, you know, yeah. overall, it, that yeah. there is so much more. Um, I guess this kind of ties into, you know, I think the word, honestly, I'm, I'm hearing is bullshit. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. There's so much bullshit that mm-hmm. black trans, not even just black people, as black mm-hmm. people we deal with, That's but it. I think black trans people, black queer people we do, and we put up with a lot of BS. And so I wanted to kind of ask you, mm-hmm. um, you know, before we move on to our next segment, you know, what me knowing what I know about you and me knowing about, you know, kind of your trajectory in the music industry and now being uh, someone with an award-winning documentary, like I I know you've, you've seen the waves and the ebbs and flows of things. And so I guess, you know, you talk about this notion of what it is that we're going through, you know, is for someone who's looking at you or watch this Kokomo city and says, I want to tell my story. I want to speak up about Mm -hmm. the things I'm experiencing. What, Mm -hmm. what, little seeds of light would you plant in them and you know to kind of let them know that there is light at the end of the tunnel Mm -hmm. follow 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 your purpose Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. and i don't know what's happening with me you know it's like it's like i am i i've tapped into something so deeper than anything Mm -hmm. i've ever done i don't i'm not even talking about the film i mean just just as a as a person I don't know what has mm-hmm. happened. I think I'm just, I think something snapped where I'm truly aligned with my purpose. And yeah, in, order, yeah. in order for me to have done that, it takes a yeah. huge amount of humility to check myself. Mm-hmm. Things that I've mm-hmm. said or done or forgive people that have screwed me over, you know, over the years, mm-hmm. because I was so angry for five, six years. I was pissed. Yeah. And, and, and I held that pretended I forgave them, pretended I was okay. But I feel like there's so many more people like me, not my exact story, obviously, but in, 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 you know, but in the, in the sense of, you know, you've been done wrong and you don't know where to start with getting yourself back together or even identifying Mm -hmm. yourself as a professional. I think that you really have to tap into, um, what's holding you back. And I, I, th- mm-hmm. I will start with my emotional history and you mm-hmm. have only, you could be honest with yourself. You don't have to share yeah. that and talk to anybody. Mm. You could, you could have therapy, but I think starting mm. with yourself and being honest, like, listen, this is a pattern that I can't get out of. This is a habit that mm. I can't stop. This is a, a pat, you know, you have to check yourself. You have to, to clear out uh, some space so that you could 
insert some new space, some some fresher energy, some fresher, you know, zhuzh. You have to do that. You're over flooded. You're full of negativity. You're full of doubt. You're full of anger, full of bad history. And like, I don't blame you. I get it. So I yeah. think the first step really is to just really call yourself out. Call the people out that are closest to you that you know really don't fuck with you. And you just mm. playing along because you're scared to be alone. You're scared to find new friends. You're afraid to, you know. Mm-hmm. You have start to, you have, over. You got to yeah. start over. And there's nothing wrong with that. That's not, mm-hmm. let me tell you something. I asked for it. I asked to be kicked out of the music industry and didn't even know it. I kept asking God, give me the big, give me the, give me, give me my purpose. Give me my, do your big one. What's, what's, I was too big for where I was. Mm. He snatched me right on out of that little corner I was in with the music situation and said, there girl. And I and it still took me time to understand what was happening. So, you know, we're, we're all, we're all going through, we're all in it together. We really truly are. Mm -hmm. But I, but I think Mm -hmm. that as a creator, a creative person, you have the gift. It's already, it's in most of us, but you also have to recognize what it is that your purpose truly is. And don't be lazy and don't want to do it because you know, it's going to take a lot of time and work. Do the work. Come on, do the work. Do the work. Do the that's work. Real. That's real. <laughs> yeah. Uh, because because like... guess what? It, let, me t- let me tell you, no one's going to do it for you. Nope. Not in okay. this day and age. Now, back in the mm-hmm. 80s and the 70s, when, the, when, the, when people were icons and doing, people were helping you. Now, yeah. you have to do the work. Every person for themselves. Yep. I was on mm-hmm. my hands yeah. and knees and couches and cars and sofas and, yeah. you know, sleeping on floors. Two years ago. Yeah. I had to do the work, even at my lowest, most vulnerable, embarrassing moments of my life. I had to do Mm. the work. And I chose to share what I went through with people because I know that most trans people are going through what I went through. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. What you said, thinking so much about in in early comment you made about, like, as black uh, black black folks and queer folks and trans folks that we are inherently connected to something beyond us and they think your advice to others of really like like really planting a seed with your purpose is really just bringing that out more because Mm -hmm. i i i'm somebody you know i'm somebody who i I, i'm right there with you amongst like amongst spiritualism within Mm -hmm. the idea of i'm a part of something bigger than me and that i have and that the creator is a part of me because because the creator made me and Mm -hmm. if i'm made in the creator's image then i know i have the creator's power inside me too so i really appreciate you saying that because it is like i think we i think folks so often one don't believe them don't believe themselves in their purpose and so mm-hmm. like they they you know they talk themselves out of it they talk themselves off the ledge of doing it they talk mm-hmm. themselves mm-hmm. out of believing that they're that they're capable and the, and, the, and beyond that that they're possible like mm-hmm. they talk they talk themselves out of knowing, knowing that they're possible because yes what around us tells us we're not possible we don't but we don't have to believe that so i think that's one part of it but i think mm-hmm. also think that people some others also think that if you just manifest, it just happens, mm-hmm. and nope. like manifesting doesn't happen doesn't happen without the work. You know, we yeah, without we, the work, we, we we have a whole episode about about doing the work, and so I really yeah. appreciate mm-hmm. you saying that so so much. Thank you, Desmond, for 
take, for giving us your ministry, for taking us to the Church of D. Smith. Like this was <laughs> such a special, special segment because I feel like you know leaving on a note in this segment about really putting your senior purpose and knowing that you're connected to, to, connect mm-hmm. to the divine to do it is really mm-hmm. special. So thank you for yeah. taking a time to have a deep dive with us with about you and your work. We're going to keep you around, as John said, for some more shenanigans with us oh, now. I love it. I love so it. we'll be back in just <laughs> a moment. Yay. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Free samples free shipping, and our 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step and into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off at Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Happy Pride from Tomboy X. Celebrating pride and the queer community all year. Queer founded, queer run, and the makers of the original boxer briefs for women. Creating sustainable size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies so you feel comfortable in your own skin. Tomboy X just dropped their Pride 24 collection. Obsessively fit tested for all day comfort in sizes 3 extra small through 6X. Visit TomboyX.com. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And, of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am, like I am, where it is. This isn't going to work. I I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how, I don't know where, I don't know what. God, if you show me, God, if you tell me, God, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, fam, we are back. And this week we are doing Go Love Yourself. And 
It's going, I, I want to ask a simple, maybe like a simple, simple question, but like complex in answer possibly put. Mm. Simply, I would ask or want to know, what does your truth look like today? I'll start off and then we will kick to D and then we'll kick to John. Yes. So I'll say my truth, my truth currently kind of like recently is just that like, I'm just tired. Like my, tired, my, my truth is I'm tired. My truth is I'm exhausted. <laughs> but I've also been putting truth a lot. is I'm tired. <laughs> Options <laughs> are few. That's what it's given. I'm sorry. I just Options are few. Options are few. Options are few. Take me to the is nice. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. They are Yeah. I mean, I've been reflecting a lot on truth today because like currently mm-hmm. like, like today as as we're recording, um, Jewishly it is Yom Kippur, which is the holiest day of the Jewish New Year. And mm-hmm. it's like it's our you the framing is that it's our day of atonement, but um it's not a, a word that I just really love, but it's a it's a time to seek forgiveness. And we see forgiveness and hopes that our names are inscribed in the book of life for good for the new year. And my, like, my thing, my, my truth is, like, is one part I'm tired, but also, like, I want to seek forgiveness for myself about how tired mm. I am mm. because I put myself on the back burner again. I feel like I feel like for a couple of years, I was putting myself first and thriving. I was living my purpose. I was, like, not just planting plant the seed, but I was watering the seed and I was harvesting what my purpose was. This last year, I really stopped doing that. Like, I've been more tired and more stressed. And mm-hmm. I stopped being, like, I stopped being my own fierce advocate for things. Mm-hmm. Um, I stopped, like, I stopped loving on myself in the ways I used to love, love myself. And mm-hmm. so, my, so I, th- I think my my truth is I want to ask myself for forgiveness for how I've treated. Like, if I put Jordan here, Jake Jordan, if I saw you in front of me, it would be Jordan, I ask you for, for forgiveness for the way I've treated you and for the way that I've made you be second to all the things around you um, and did not put you first. And I'll, and, and I'll also say, I think um, to my to John, my co-host, I do ask forgiveness for you as well for the ways in which I have not showed up as my, as my whole self or have been the best partner in this work. Like I, you know, I had like, there are days where I'm like, John's back must be breaking because John is carrying. Let me tell carrying. you something. Heavy <laughs> is the crown. You know, heavy <laughs> is the head that wears the crown, honey. I, 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 I honestly, you know, and, and uh, that's one of the, I wouldn't say critiques. That's one of the things that a lot of people say about the shows that they love how we, mm-hmm. me and Joho go back and forth with each other. Cause we really mm-hmm. are family. And I want you to know, like, there, you know, as much as we're not in a quote unquote relationship, like parts of friendships, parts of working relationships, it's like a, it's like a marriage. You know, there are yeah. days where I have to pick up my husband's dirty draws mm-hmm. and, you know, and, and after I come in from a flight and they're vice versa. Some days mm-hmm. he'll yell at me, like, get your shit out the floor. And right. so it's just you know, we, we go back and forth. And I just, you know, I've recognized that your life is moving as fast as mine at times. And. You know, you're handling a full-time job. I just got into a new full-time job. Like, we're we're both handling it. And so there's no need to, like, I mean, yes, I hear you. I understand mm-hmm. it. I get it. Mm-hmm. But it, it's not anything that I'm going to write you off about, Joho. Like, mm-hmm. I think one of the things that we do as queer people is I think we are, because we are expected to show up and always be perfect. Yeah. Um, yeah. We, yeah. We oftentimes beat ourselves up and feel like yeah. we have to constantly keep asking for forgiveness yeah. for just showing up and being human. And I think what you're, what you're dealing with, Joho, is you've had a year of human experience wow. you've just had a year of human Ooh. experience you wow. had a year of and, change wow. you had a lot of change happen around you yeah. you know in this past year 
we've had a lot of change happen. We had a whole new team of people come in and take over our show. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> what do you do? Like, we genuinely yeah. woke up one day and had an email. Was like, oh, you got a new, you know, you you got a new editor, and you got a new. Mm-hmm. So it was it, like we like change is constant, and yeah. and and we've we've done as much as we can with the change. Um, you know, the show is still growing. We're only in our year. We've only been at this for a year and a half. Like. Girl, you're good. Wow. If if trust me, I and congratulations. You, you guys you. are you guys are amazing. You're doing thank so you. good. We're, and it's, we're doing and it's it. that thing. You're doing the work. Yeah, yeah. And you show up. That's you really I, that's all I expect, yeah. your whole is yeah. you show up. You yeah. you may you may show up ten minutes before the show flow. Bitch, <laughs> <laughs> you show up. Bitch. <laughs> 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 There are for days. I am. I am feeling that shit out ten minutes before, and I'm like, yes. I "Wish you did this that." You're but you're here ten minutes before, and I just know he. Go, I know he gonna do it. He yeah. may not do. It. He may not do it a day in advance like I do, uh, but. Uh-huh. The fuck, it's still, it's he done. gonna get he gonna do it right right so i, I mean even jesus waited to the last hour at time jesus ah! be miracle five minutes before ah! y'all don't jesus got no fishing bread time, watch what i do sure. look, no fishing look, bread. look oh so, my goodness girl, don't worry about it what about you what about you d what does truth look like for you i love it you know what <laughs> truth itself is just what it, it let's just start with truth it it is yeah one of those things that you can't get around, you know? And you're not in your truth if you've lived your life dodging it. You just, Mm, people say, uh I'm living my truth. No, you're not. If you've not handled everything and visited everything, at least acknowledged everything about your truth, you're not living your truth. You're You're living a lie. Ooh. You're living a lie. So I'm not living a lie. That's that's the good news about my truth. I'm not mm. living a lie. But mm. I'm also in the process of of exposing myself um, mm. to my friends, to my family, to my loved ones. Um, things that mm. things that things that I mean, I'm looking for people in my life to mm-hmm. forgive me. Yeah. I'm also looking for people in my life that I f- want to forgive. I'm calling people up that I haven't talked to in years. And this is before Kokomo City. It was just a process even before that where I just went into, I'm tired of living a lie. My body literally is physically exhausted from just fake smiling all day, answering the phone all day, being present for people all day, being sad, being mad because, you know, you know, I I didn't make great decisions in my life. And um, that's exhausting. Mm -hmm. Not forgiving yourself or forgiving people it, it still work because yeah. you're working against what's easier what's mm-hmm. easier is to let it go yeah but mm-hmm. holding on to it is more work yeah and it makes you sick yeah it right does. it makes you mm. anger it, angry so my truth is to make mm. my body my life my path as fresh and 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 as pure as possible i'm not perfect when i say pure i mean just i don't want any unnecessary imperfections in my life just mm-hmm. because I'm holding on to them. Like I'm human. I'm going to make mistakes. We all are. Mm-hmm. But um, I think my, my truth right now is just smoothing out my path the best way that I can with what yeah. I have. Mm. I, 
you know, look, sometimes that's all you got. Sometimes it's funny because it's related but not related. It was funny because last night um, when I got home from the airport, I had asked my husband, I was like, what did you do today? He looked over at me. He was like, I went to make pancakes, but we didn't have no pancake mix. But you know what we did have? We had, uh, you know, when we went to New Orleans and we had that uh, that mix to make the, and I was no, like. No, he didn't. Yes, he did. He made pancakes <laughs> out of uh, the dough, out of the, what, is it, what do you call it? What do they call? Not the biscuits. Yeah. The Yeah, he was like, and I just added some milk and I did some eggs. He was like, and the, he was like, and I had pancakes and i said that's what i'm talking about i know that's right yes he said i wanted pancakes and god damn it i'm gonna get pancakes and that's literally what you just said sometimes that's right you just have to say what do i have in front of me what that's do right. i have that's right in front of me and i'm gonna make and be grateful for it and be grateful for it grateful for it and be grateful for it that is literally what this show is this show oh is literally me saying we have life we have experiences we have so much in front of us yes. like we we can make something out of this and it's it, it it just like i said it blows my mind mm-hmm. like i have literally mm-hmm. been in spaces where i have had people come up to me in the last few weeks and say my husband listens to your show my friend is a fan of the show or mm-hmm. somebody i know is a fan of mm-hmm. the show and it's like you don't realize who just by you doing whatever you're doing with the yeah. little that you think you have right? yeah mm-hmm. yeah um you don't realize who it's impacting and so i think that that it, it thank you for saying that because i think even me and joe hold to an extent where like, when i tell people that we're doing the best that we can with the little we got i mean every single word of that because this I shit is it. real I love um it. I, I think love for it. me you know i have put that this 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 question hmm. is so timely because it requires you to have to talk about truth in a way where you're not just because i think so this is the thing us being and i say quote unquote us being Mm -hmm. figures right we're Mm -hmm. public figures now Mm -hmm. whether we want to acknowledge it or not you're a public figure because you have a documentary Mm -hmm. joho you're a public figure because you're my co-host and Mm -hmm. the show is on a large network People are constantly looking at you to kind of see what is your next move and what what you're doing. And I think for me, you know, I, I had to, I woke up the other day and I said, you know, I, I normally am in my head with going, you're not doing enough. You're not doing enough of that. You need to step this up. You need to. And just the other day I woke up and I said, girl, like, actually, I, I'm actually going to say what I said. Like, I had a moment this weekend when I was flying home in first class um, mm. where I thought to myself, like, Girl, you know Go you're changing off. the yes. game, right? Like, you're you're out here changing the mm-hmm. game. Like, you are <laughs> you are literally telling <laughs> black fat films that they have the right to live and exist in who they are. You're letting mm-hmm. trans girls know that mm-hmm. they can they can excel. Mm-hmm. You're letting other black trans people, non-binary, whatever the case may be, you're telling them that they have the right to do mm-hmm. what they want to do with their lives the way yeah. that they want to do it and not feel any regret over it. And I think that that's what I'm, I'm feeling right now. Like there's so much joy in waking up and going every single thing is it, that's happening or that I get to do in my life right now, I choose to do it. Like mm-hmm. I'm not just doing it because I'm surviving, yeah. right? Yeah. I wake up to to podcast because I love my show. I wake up to work with RPYA because I love RPYA. I I wake up Mm. and I write articles because I love writing about the creativity of other black and queer people. Like, Mm. that's what I get to do. And I'll be honest, another truth in that is that it's fucking hard. It's it's Mm. hard 
working in an industry and putting yeah. in so much yeah. and oftentimes feeling like you're good enough is not good enough because right. we know how the industry is set up. Yeah. But there is a moment where some days I just sit in myself and I say my truth is, is that I know I'm that girl mm. because I am building a legacy and eventually mm. someone else mm -hmm. will be better because of it. Mm -hmm. Well, um, the truth is there's no yeah. one, there's also no one like you. Yeah, that's it. Mm. When Beyonce says she's that girl, it's because well, it's no other Beyonce. Oh, uh, when she says she's number one, she's number one, she's the only one. It's, it's for all of us. <laughs> I know. We're the only one. Thank you. I'm number one. I, I am the only one. Yes. yes. That girl. That, that girl. girl. Yeah. Yes. So it's just it is one of those things. So it's 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 just I, I think truth for me right now is just really looking out in the world and saying, you know, <laughs> those that may have tried will continue to fail. So yes. I just, that's something. That's right. what, is it, what, what is it that they say? Like like a, like like a, like a, what is it? It's like it's biblical. It's like any weapon formed against me shall shall not prosper. not prosper. Thank you. Not thank you. What you the Lord? The Bible also says <laughs> okay. that we'll make the devil your footstool. Amen. Yeah, amen. Amen. The amen. devil will be your footstool. <laughs> All right. But with that being said, we have to pay the piper one more again. But when we get back, we will be here for your favorite part of the show. More in a sec. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Free samples, free shipping, and our 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step and into your home too. Shop Blinds.com now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off at Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Happy Pride from Tomboy X. Celebrating pride in the queer community all year. Queer founded, queer run, and the makers of the original boxer briefs for women. Creating sustainable size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies so you feel comfortable in your own skin. Tomboy X just dropped their Pride 24 collection obsessively fit tested for all day comfort in sizes three extra small through six X visit tomboyx.com. Hey girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of the girlfriends in season one. We told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. <gasps> what? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. 
because God, I can't stay where I am, like I am, where it is. This isn't going to work. I, I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, if, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, y'all. So I uh, we're going to go ahead and jump into our Yes Ma'am and our No Ma'am Pams for this week. And um, as you all know, Yes Ma'am are the things that we love, the things that we're celebrating, the things that we're giving joy. And then our No Ma'am Pams, just the things that we're just we're not feeling. We want to throw away. It's trash. Um, and so ultimately, my Yes Pam this week is I genuinely just wanted to say, um, and this is specifically to you, Joho. Also, shout out to Anna, mm. to Becca, to Bay, to Will. Mm. I, I just want to say thank you all for holding us down for the last few weeks. Like we've been all over the place. We've been flying. We have been mm. at events. I, I was just in New Orleans and came back to turn around and go back to Houston. Like there's been so much movement around us in these last few weeks. And everyone has, I mean, even just the, the, the thought of the live show, right? I threw that out and Anna was like, that's a great idea. And the fact that we've been able to make that live show happen so quickly, like mm. it just like, our team over at iHeart, I, I cannot shout them out enough for just making us feel like we can do anything and we can feel so, oh, I, and I'm Amazing. really, I'm going to fight getting emotional about it. Y'all know I love to no. cry on the show. Um, Y'all make us feel like we can do anything. And I just, I definitely just want to say thank you. Like, I know that some of y'all listen to the show. Chris, specifically, I just want to say like, I know not enough people say thank you to you as as an mm. editor, but you are absolutely probably one of the best engineers that I've ever worked with in this industry. Um, and I just, you're just so talented and everybody is just so great. So that's my yes, ma'am, for this week. Just thank you to the Black Fat Femme team. Joho, thank you for being an amazing co-host. I, every day, like I, I, literally say i have the best job in the world getting to work with somebody who i truly love and i know Aww. loves me back the same way so and i'm not just saying that because you hear d i'm saying that because it's true Aww. um <laughs> it's, you guys uh, yeah. are so sweet yeah i i, love I it. literally have the best job in the world um same. now for me to get into the shit delta um for my no man pam this week I want to get into so I don't know have y'all have y'all heard about Delta changing their frequent fire program? Mm -mm. Mm -mm. What happened? What they okay, what they so now about? it could go off. Yeah, them niggas had the audacity. <laughs> <laughs> them niggas had the audacity to flip. So I just got. So I'll just say this: I just got my credit decent enough to get a platinum card, and I said, okay, since so you're, you're doing all this flying and you're going right. everywhere, mm -hmm. you might as well just have one card that you put all of your money on so that way you can rack up yeah. the points. Great. Yeah. So I get up into like, I think I have like seven, actually I think I have 81,000 points now. I think I have around like 81,000, 82,000 points. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, girl, I'm headed for gold. I'm about to get it. I'm about <laughs> to be in there. You know, I did my trip to Paris. She'll be Delta 1. Girl, She'll be all yes, in there. Yeah. Delta 1 by the end of the year because I have two more flights, right? I was like, okay, I got two more 
many flights coming up. Like I'm going to, I'm hopefully going to New York in November for something. I, I thought I was going to do it right. I thought I was going to hit my little 90 points to be gold. Girl, they turn around and change their freaking fire program. And so now instead of it being like actual miles that you fly, it's only money. It's based on like literally the only way you can get points with Delta now is based on how much you spend. What? So, yeah. They said for the elite and the elite yes, only. So they oh basically said, hello, poors. You are not welcome here. Oh, um, my God. Yeah. So I basically just wanted to send out, you know, I know this is probably really bad for <laughs> Will one day is going to say, look, girl, you are always going off on a very big corporate brand on oh, the show. You're going to knock that off. I but fuck it. you, Delta. Y'all, y'all. Yeah. What? <laughs> I'm still stuck I, with this platinum card, but I'm pissed. I'm, wow. Like, I'm going to have to like, look into that. Yeah. They, yeah. <laughs> and they're changing also the rules, too. So if you are like me, if you have a platinum card, you can't used to be, you used to be able to do like you could pay $50 to go into like the um what is it called? The SkyMile Club. You could pay the $50 mm -hmm. to get into the SkyMile Club. They changed that, too. You, you no longer like you have to literally be at the like diamond level in order to get Stop. into the SkyMiles. Like you can't be gold or platinum. You have to be oh. at diamond level. And they limit how many times, even at diamond level, how many times you could go into the Sky Club. What's so. what's the point of the perk? What what, 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 right. what do you do that? What like what the, do I right. what do I get for this? I just makes no <laughs> sense. Right. Make it make that's, sense though to the Delta. That's so Delta discouraging. <laughs> like, that is so discouraging. Yeah. So wow. basically I'm just kind of looking around going like, what do I do with this card that I just opened? Because I don't want to oh. close it because I know it'll mess up my credit if I close it. Cause it's, and let me tell you, the balance is nice like Aww. they hit me with like oh girl you got good credit and you make a little bit of money these days okay oh my goodness so when i saw that balance i was like choke but i'm like shit like what am i gonna do with this card that i can pretty much oh, do nothing no. with now at this point oh, like it pretty man. much is, is pointless to have a, a, a platinum card for delta at this point i get card that points but but and, and maybe and maybe i'm so also i want to say this maybe i am embellishing more than what like maybe there might be somebody who'll come back and say well actually you still get all these perks with these platinum cards but they the reality to. of the matter well, is you still have to spend a lot of money to get any of these perks that mm. you were you once had having a platinum or a gold card so well i feel like mm. they should still honor it if you bought if you have it they they have to I mean, yeah. anyone that I'm don't a, have it now, that should apply. But like, you if have you, it. If I may have it, like that, same, right. same, right. same, same. Right. My grandmother used to call that. It's just the old word. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's true. But it, I mean, it, it, it give we you something that and one. We have to okay, yeah. Yeah. And you know what? The, mo the exact moment I said it, I was like. Oh God! No, it's fine. No, because you know what? My, I grew up with our family saying the same thing too. They right. give you something to take it back. But I will say, Chris, you can just go ahead and cut that. But what I please will say do, Chris. That, thank you. No, it's fine. You fine. We're not judging you. But what I will say is that I am very much annoyed. Like I think the key, if there is a word that I could give right now, is that I am very, very annoyed. So mm -mm. Um, I love that. Now, what about you? Do you have any no ma'ams for this week? Um. I, I think my thing for for now until December, honestly, I'm I'm just very, I'm okay with hanging with myself and my, you know, and mine. You know, I'm okay mm -hmm. with it if it if that means that I'm not gonna subject myself or expose myself to any pessimistic uh, mm -hmm. uh, energy. I just can't. There's so yeah. much that I'm seeing right now 
in front of me and and I and I just want to honor uh, the the energy and and I don't I just don't want any oh I don't know well what if maybe you should think about that or maybe you should I just don't want any doubtful energy around me I just don't I mm, I, I really just want I want to yes. just I want to I want to like you know concede in the unknown and discover and uh I have a very intrepid mm. energy so I I I want to just be in that you know so anyone that's against that or not on that <laughs> thought wave that thought process i i'm good yeah. so it's definitely so we're no saying, ma'am yes no ma'am to the haters girl <laughs> no ma'am d said get the get the haters up on out of here uh-huh get out of here. <laughs> i love that yeah, i love yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right and for we'll you joho what are yours Oh, so my yes, ma'am, Pam, really easy. It's the final season of sex, sex Education because it was just such a great season, such a good episode. Mm-hmm. It was like, it was just so fun. It was, I thought it was the best the best season I've seen yet. So funny, um, but the subplot really between Eric and God as a whole subplot was just probably the most special thing I've seen on TV because I don't think I've seen it, like a, such a wholesome relationship with like with religion. Uh, in a show before, especially through a lens of queerness and queer blackness, and also like for them being Nigerian, so like you know, so 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 like it's like being queer and black and Christian, but also like to like through the lens of of a whole different like the whole the whole different culture that's not that's like American like like UK culture, was just so special. And I really really like again what I said earlier about like him talking him talking with God and God saying. Like I made this is why I made you and you know mm-hmm. Eric going through all the signs that he thought God was sending him about oh right. like should I, should I get baptized should I do this do these things should I do this just like just right at the end right like it was so it was so beautiful he's running to the, the top of this hill which I thought was interesting because I feel like you know at, you know the, the, they say like like high points of terrain or high points of earth are, are like the places in which you can connect with God the most easily mm-hmm. you're at the, you're at the, one of the higher points and so for him. To be on this, you know, cl- giant mountain and to scream like, you know, like, what do you want from me? What are you like? What, what did, what did I do? What can I do? And for her to come out and say, "You've done the things I want you to do. Mm-hmm. I made you this bright, so let's see the darkness, right?" And then for him to then at the end to choose what his pathway will be, um, which if, for those who won't, so I'm, I won't spoil too much. I won't say what it was, but the the path that he that he said he says he wants to embark on after that was just like. Again, so beautiful. Like you would like, how many times do you see queer black folks go through what they go through religiously, and then say, "I want to do this thing," actually yeah. as well in my yeah. life. It was just such a special, just a, just a special show, such a special season. I also love like like the uh, what's her name, um, Aisha, Aisha, um, the girl who yeah. she was. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, I mean, first of all, stunning. 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 I was like, you were just stunning. I love that she was fashionable <laughs> mm-hmm. as hell. I was, I was like, come, I was like, come on, that girl with the with, with the fashion, but also like to talk about to talk about accessibility and like and, and like not like not like not make it an issue for her, except when she brought it up in that one episode about 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 accessibility and like how they were left her behind, which is so smart. Like, like they really like they like. I love that they made a point about a point about accessibility in the show without like being on the nose about it like it was just part of the show like mm-hmm. they have different bodies different bodies that look different that feel different that have different skin tones that are different races that have different abilities that have different sizes like it was just ingrained in the show it's just oh amazing like, i have to watch this oh my it's god so oh d is such it is a great so good and i will awesome. say not to take away from your light joho mm-hmm. but i will say like the show 
was good at seasons one, two, and three, but something is different about season four, and it is just it's it it's giving like when you talk about diversity, equity, and inclusion in and TV and film, mm-hmm. this season gets it. This, oh, that, for like, sure. Yeah. This this season is a masterclass in what it means to have diversified characters and voices and actors and actresses in a show like it is a master class the uk wow. be having some great tv sometimes i'm like go off oh go yeah off totally is wild so yeah yeah do you haven't seen it honestly i would say you can you can go on netflix and just like watch the recaps of the other seasons and just watch season four call like a day like let yeah. that be your entry point it really yeah. so good. yeah um my no man pam really easy to the people who intentionally messed up the mute challenge at the Beyonce concerts, oh, like Lord. there is a special place in the seventh circle of the underworld for you. Like, do you derive <laughs> joy from messing up the flow? Like, do you think it's funny yes. when someone says, everybody on mute and you say, woo, like, it's not funny. Like, it's not funny. No. You don't look cool. You don't look cute. Like people, like people go to the show to experience true, like, queer and trans joy so yeah. why why would you take, take upon yourself to say you know what when they mute i'm just screaming really loudly and be obnoxious girl yeah. you look dumb and to 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 to, to, to that guy that got that they got they hit that his ass smacked um by, yeah, by Mr. Show. listen I, I listen i don't condone violence and when she says mute she says mute you didn't <laughs> listen so <laughs> If you, well, listen, if, if you do stupid things, you gotta be made of the consequences. Like, that's just how it goes. Play stupid rules, games, win games. stupid prizes. <laughs> okay, so that's not on that. Play stupid <laughs> games, win stupid prizes. Oh, what My city? What city did that happen? Was it Houston? Was it the, the probably that's right? That's right. It's probably it was probably yeah. my show. Out, like this weekend, so <laughs> or Seattle, not- but I think it was a Houston show because mm. there were people like we we I will say this we collectively in our section this weekend said on mute there was a person walking around with a sign that says on mute equals silence. And so, like, that means, like, be quiet. And so we collectively in our, we had all saw the time, and everybody in our section was like, when she says I'm mute, we'll be on mute. And I know people say, oh, this is stupid, this is dumb. Why is everyone doing this? Why does everyone take it so seriously? It's like, she's asking you to be quiet for 10 seconds. Well, you know what it is? It's also something extremely spiritual that happens in that yeah. silence. It is, it, is, it is a uniformative, collective that is yeah. so priceless and if yeah. you if someone violates that it really it's a waste of time and it's it's a, a moment that you stole you from so many yeah. people yeah, it is not it. about beyonce's control mm-hmm. or anything uh-huh. there's something that she's trying to create for you and yeah. uh that is Listen. very hard to accomplish with that many people okay. in one room it's yeah. very powerful and if and if you could just hush I can only imagine. If you can just hush, think. I can you just shut the hell up. I mean, <laughs> I mean you know, they they, they say yes. "ohm" is a sound of the universe, but dare I say, the sound of the universe is is, a, is the quiet you get during the mute. That's mm-hmm. that's what right. the universe sounds like. Mm-hmm. That so is what. Hush. Yeah, and I, I mean, can, even yeah. even Jesus was silent. Didn't he go mm-hmm. away for a couple of days? Good. Please. He did. Did he say oh he God. was gone for what? How long was he gone for? <laughs> 40 days and 40 nights, he said he went for silence. So if Jesus can be quiet for 40 days and 40 nights, your ass can be quiet for 10 seconds. That's really what we're asking for. No, I feel you. I feel you. I see, I've seen videos of people intentionally ruining 
the mute challenge just to think it's so not, viral it's or whatever. Funny. And it's, it's stupid. Just not funny. It's, it's just not the funny. devil. It's, it's the really devil. not. Really? It's the devil. <laughs> Especially the with devil. the prices, girl. Them prices of them tickets. I punch yeah. someone too. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. I, right. I, yeah. Right. And I, I for that, I'll do whatever. Right. Yes. Yeah. Right. I'll do whatever she says. Right. Yeah. I'll do whatever she says for that price. I know that's right. <laughs> With that being said, please send us your thoughts, your feedback, and your email to blackfatfempod at gmail.com. You can also send us your thoughts via social media by interacting with our post on Instagram and Twitter by using the handle blackfatfempod. Also, we love getting your mail, so please feel free to send us the mail. We love getting notes and all of that, all of the, the joy and the goodness. And shout out, again, I'm going to shout out, we had another person send us an email, and they basically, you know, were explaining to us that their life is picked back up after they sent their first email. So shout out mm. to the listeners um, who are sharing with us kind of their 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 day-to-days and their weeks-to-weeks to let us know that they're doing all right in this world. We love to hear it, that you all are doing well. With that being said, D, where can the dolls find you if they want to get more of you? Oh, you could find me on, uh, well, you can go to Instagram if you want more of me. Yes. You could go to, tr- <laughs> yes. you could go, you could go to true D Smith. Mm-hmm. At, on on Instagram, that's the only place I reside. I I, I that's the all that's the only that's all I could I could endure. I can't do more I than that. And uh, <laughs> you know that, but but I I'm there. And, and uh, yeah, I love to talk to anyone. You know, um, but <laughs> I, I'm there. I, I I keep everyone updated of my. Um, uh, my developments on in, anything in my life. You know. Yes, so, yeah. I love 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 mm-hmm. love to hear that. Um, Queen Joho, where can the dolls find you? Uh, first of all, I say I love that your handle is Trudy Smith because I was like, true, no, no lies here, uh-uh. no lies detected. It's all truth, all man for seven. <laughs> yes. Um, and truly, y'all can find me at Joho Dance across all socials. If not there, honestly, you will find me in bed trying to commit to a regular and a thriving sleeping schedule for the rest of the year because your boy is trying to enter the new year well rested and non stressed. Yes. So, yes. Thank you very yes. much on that. Mm. Yes, yes. As for me, y'all can honestly find me trying to catch up with my mind and body, trying to get this back to PT. I I have been on CT for maybe the last two weeks, and my body this morning woke up at <laughs> five and was like, why is it not light outside? And I'm just like, <laughs> so my basically my internal clock has said, pick a time zone, bitch, because you are tired. <laughs> So I'm trying to get my body back together into the PT realm. So yes, with that being said, you can catch me at Dr. John Paul on socials, or you can visit me at www.drjohnpaul.com. We want to thank our supervising producers, Rebecca Ramos and Bay Wang for handling our logistics, as well as our executive super producer, Anna Hosnia and everyone over at iHeartMedia for keeping the show up and running. We also want to make sure that we shout out our wonderful audio engineer, Chris Rogers, because without him, there's what? No flavor. No show. No, no, no flavor. Yeah, that part's with no, no flavor, flavor or show. Yeah. Yeah, honey, no show, no nothing. We no sound. No sound. No, literally. We also want to make sure that we share. Don't forget, head over to ElysianTheater.com to get your tickets to our live show Wednesday, October 11th in Los Angeles. Put down your hot dog, hop on the metro, and come on down, come on down. We would love to have y'all. This has been another show. Thank you for listening. And remember, autumn and winter are coming. Lotion them elbows, knees, toes, and feet. I love us for real. Bye. Bye. Bye.
Happy Pride from Tomboy X. Celebrating pride and the queer community all year. Queer founded, queer run, and the makers of the original boxer briefs for women. Creating sustainable size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies so you feel comfortable in your own skin. Tomboy X just dropped their Pride 24 collection. Obsessively fit tested for all day comfort in sizes 3 extra small through 6X. Visit TomboyX.com. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. From iHeart Podcasts. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. Breathing right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. A story about money, power, and corruption. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. I'm Paul Pringle, an investigative reporter for the LA Times. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts.